a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Christmas movies post-1992. I'm Alonzo, and I somehow walk into these every other week, and this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Yeah, it is. Man. Home stretch, pal. I know. But look, Hallmark has announced their July their new Christmas in July title. So the whole year is just coming together. It's all it's all coming together, pal. I mean, we're just a, <laughs> a mere few weeks now from Christmas in July. Uh, yeah. and I gotta say, I'm real excited. Now I don't know if it's because like the crop this year of non Christmas movies has left um <laughs> Has been has left me wanting. Um, there's been some good ones. There's been some um, ones that have taken risk, and there's been some ones over the past few weeks. Uh, back in back in May, way back in May, if you can remember from a few weeks ago, of of like just real old school bad. And I kind of like those ones more than like middle of the road. I, I have sat out the May movies, but listening to you guys describe them is just like. Uh, that I, it, it just, it's like, it's, it's once a week. It's like, what, what bullet have they taken for me? Those boys. Oh, this Ooh, that. Whoa. Okay. So yeah. I'm excited to once again, you know, have Hallmark going in the office, you know, in the middle of the day, cause it's Christmas movies and making me oh, happy. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Have you seen, um, the, the, I've been blown away by at some point over the last few months, Philo updated their, um, DVR to where when it goes to a commercial break, you literally press the arrow. This is on Roku, at least. You press the uh-huh. arrow once and it skips all the commercials. Wow. It is some okay. sort of wizardry. I will be implementing that when uh, when July rolls around, I'm sure. Blows my mind. Blows my mind every time I use it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm real excited, though. And uh, what is it? Is it getting hot out there yet? Not terribly. Like we, we, we have what we call the May gray and the June gloom uh, here, which tend to be overcast. Mind you, it will still be hot in like October and early November. So right. that's we get it on the back end. But yeah, for now, it hasn't gotten too awful yet. Man, that's nice. We it's uh, I, I'm I'm always amazed May and June of just like the mystery that it is across the country when it comes to weather. <laughs> We've had snowstorms in Denver, ninety five yeah. degrees here in the South, followed by a oh, seventy it, it, degree it, day. It's just ninety ninety day degrees in like Massachusetts. It's wild in, in May. It was insane. Yesterday, yeah. I started. I went up to to Charlotte in the evening, and when I left my house in Greenville, which is for those of you without a map, uh, south of Charlotte, uh, yes. it was a little bit chilly. And then I drove to Charlotte and it was significantly warmer. And I'm like, well, I don't understand what just happened. <laughs> I go, walked out of my car. I was like, man, I'm going to get dinner. I'm going to sit outside. It's going to be great because it's going to be chilly. It wasn't chilly. I was very confused by what happened. Yikes. But some sort of wormhole is the best that I can gather <laughs> about that. Um, all right. So I, I told you last week I was going to do a bit, little bit of a risk. And the reason I said that is because uh, if you recall earlier this year, uh, or maybe it was late last year, I don't know. When we were talking about doing this project, you sent me a list yeah. of movies that you had either <laughs> not seen or didn't like. That was right. <laughs> That was the list. And what was missing off of that list... Um, was Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3. Now, uh, Tim, Tim Allen movie. And sure. I, I, I'm i picking one of those movies, and the one that I'm picking is Santa Claus 3. 
And the Oof. okay, so That's the one I haven't seen actually. So, really, so it wasn't on the list, yeah. but I felt like it was like I felt like we had maybe talked about it at some point that you hadn't seen it or something. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it, but I've never heard anyone defend it. Okay, <laughs> which is so, why I've never seen it. But okay, I love go, Santa Claus one. I'm sure. one of those people that also really likes Santa Claus two, and right. I will watch those ones uh, basically every year. I haven't seen Santa Claus three in a hot minute. Um, I think I've only seen it one, one or two times. Um, but I, you know, I gotta believe. <laughs> <laughs> Look, only murders in the building is back for season see, two. This is what's we, happened. We, we all love this Martin is, Short. This, right? <laughs> over the last year, I was reminded of my love of Martin Short. And <laughs> you know, we got Mer- Yeah. Season two is coming out later this month. And so yeah. I, I think it's a good, good time to do this one. Sure, why not? And and it is actually again like th- there've been a couple in here where I was like didn't never just knew better than to try because all the you know like I'll be home for Christmas all the everything I'd ever read about it was so negative I was just like life's too short but not this short so you know yes I will I'll watch it we'll discuss it and we'll um, we'll see uh, if it's uh, aged in a way that our if, if our love for Martin Short has, has made it somehow improve in the can. Life is short, but is it Martin Short, Alonzo? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got you, pal. Uh, let's take a quick break. You and I, we're going to take a break. We're going to go watch You're Santa right Claus back. 3, and then we'll yes. come back like movie magic, having consumed it. Um, we'll be right back here on Deck the Homework. Oh, we're back and we're talking Santa Claus, not just any Santa Claus, the Santa Claus three, the switcheroo. What's it called? The escape clause. The escape clause. So how about that? Uh, You want me to give everybody a little synopsis, Alonzo? Would you? I I will indeed. Um, The Santa Claus originally debuted to theaters on November 3rd, 2006 at a running time of 92 smackers. And it went a little something (laughs) like this. Well, we're back, everybody. It is back at the North Pole. And you know, Mrs. Claus, Carol, if you will. Uh, She's there. She is with child. And um, there's a lot going on. Uh, Scott, Santa, still preparing for the holiday season, but he's also preparing for baby. So there's a lot going on and um, things are just kind of falling behind. He he can't get through the the naughty or nice list once, much less twice, Alonzo. (laughs) And it's part of the job description. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the, there's a song or two about that. And so there's now there's going to be a crew. The legendary figures are all coming. Um, and they're meeting because of Jack Frost, who I didn't know up until this point was a legendary figure. He wasn't in number two, but I got it's all. Uh, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's a, a wannabe. But either way, they're True. talking about his behavior, what's going on. He wants a holiday. He's making it frost in Mexico, and you can't have that. And so what are we to do about this fella? Um, and so they decide, basically, he's, he negotiates a lighter sentence of community service at the North Pole, uh, mm-hmm. which is going to allow him to kind of just stick around for a while. Now, 
uh, Carol is like, I need my family around. You're busy. I need my parents here. So how are we going to bring the parents up to the North Pole without them knowing that Scott is Santa, North Pole? Uh, they convince him that they're, um, they're just in Canada and that the elves are just Canadians. That's just the general look of Canadians, which who am I? I've never been there. I don't know. <laughs> who am I to you know? Should, you should go. You, you, how, how you haven't done a, a Hallmark set visit in Vancouver or oh. Trips Edward Island just boggles the mind. I tell you what. Um, well, <laughs> Jack Frost finds out about something called the escape clause, which is um, basically if you're Santa and you're holding this uh, special snow globe and you say, I wish I had never been Santa at all, um, you're not anymore. It like sends you, you something happens. Some, some wacky new, new stuff happens. And so Jack Frost is now having to figure out a way to get Santa to hold the snow globe and say the, the magic words. And to do that, he's basically just gonna cause a bunch of ruckus around the North pole and create chaos for Santa and get him to say the thing he tr- it's a big trick. It's a big old trick. And so once he says it, magic ensues. They go back to um, to the OG Santa Claus front uh, yard of Scott Calvin. And before Scott can come out of the door, Jack runs up, puts on the suit. Now Jack Frost is Santa Claus. Um, in this magical uh, new world, uh, Scott is the uh, CEO of the toy company that he was working for back in Santa Claus 1, and he is making people work on Christmas Eve, and he's all about the money, and he's very confused by this because he is still, um, like, reformed. Uh, Scott's, but like yeah, in yeah. this, he knows that it's wrong that they're working on Christmas Eve. Is the point? Yeah. He's trying to figure out how he's going to get back to the uh, back to the way things should be, and so um, he finds out that Frost has made an amusement park out of the North Pole. People can come, spend money, uh, get their pay for their name to be on the the nice list, all sorts of stuff. And so he goes there. Luckily, um, our guy, Judge Reinhold, and um, the their daughter uh, is there. And they don't like Scott, but Scott is able to convince Lucy, the girl, to go into the snow globe room, get the snow globe, bring it to Scott. Now, what's Scott going to do? Because Jack is surely never going to say that word, those that phrase, while holding the snow globe. Well, what you don't know is that he has a magical recording pen and he's having a conversation with Jack. He's like, you tricked me into saying that. And then Jack says the the phrase while Scott is holding the record button. And so he throws, he gives Jack the snow globe, plays the play button. They're back on the front yard again. Uh, Scott this time pins him down. Uh, 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 back in time, Scott's able to come out, put on the suit. Everything is back to where it should be. And uh, we're back in the North Pole. They tell uh, the parents the truth. And uh, everything is as it should be. Now, uh, 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 Jack is not happy. He freezes Judge Reinhold and the and the wife, and the old wife, the ex-wife. You First know the one. Wife. First wife. <laughs> um, and um, 
he's like you they're not going to be unfrozen unless you unfree unless i'm not fro he basically is like never but <laughs> but but lucy goes up and gives him a hug and we get a full like grinch moment where you know his heart grows three sizes his hair goes back to normal everybody gets unfrozen it's now time for the uh, it's christmas eve and it's almost time to deliver toys but first we got to deliver a baby and so the uh, baby happens we get that baby and uh, we find out that the baby is named buddy buddy claus Will we see Buddy in the television program this holiday season? I hope. And that, my friends, was the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Claus. Escape Claus. That's exactly right. Let's talk about it, Alonzo. Um, you, if I remember correctly from just a few minutes ago, um, yes. you hadn't you had seen this one once I, I you had not that's not. right well, it's all coming back to me now but it was it was so uniformly disliked yes. that i just kind of felt like i never needed to i you know I, one i think is terrific i'm a big fan yes two is fine it's you fine. know as sequels go but yeah everybody was like oh yeah three don't even meh, you know and uh, it turns out they were right Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of a negligible sequel. There is a specific thing about threequels in particular where there's a certain level of maybe not desperation, but they really have to kind of figure out, okay, now where are we going with this and what else can we do? And apparently they decided, let's do It's a Wonderful Life, which mm. is a weird fit here. Yes, they're both Christmas classics, but it doesn't mean that they, you know, it's like, I don't know, eggnog and roast beef you know they don't necessarily go together you know found it. uh so yeah it, it, there's just um you know martin short is being real martin short in this and and that's fine and and you know you don't you wouldn't want him to do it any other way um but it, this movie it kind of reminds me of when we were watching jingle all the way there is this tendency of filmmakers not to trust that children will pay attention unless there's a lot of noise, a lot of music, a lot of goofy sound effects, people falling over, like all this, like this movie crams so much wacky at you. And it's like, you know, look, why, if you have a child, show them E.T., show them The Black Stallion, and you'll be amazed at how they'll actually pay attention to a film that is quiet and that takes its time and that isn't just barraging them with, with you know, nutty sensation throughout. Um, so, yeah, I found that kind of tiring. I didn't buy the, as you said before on this, boy, if we had a wait what section on this <laughs> show, because the plot holes that make zero sense are pretty uh, gigantic. Um, you know, like Alan Arkin and Anne Margaret legends, yeah. given very little to do here, and I was kind of annoyed by that. Um, yeah, I just... I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't buy into the central premise of of Scott being so like you know unable to keep up with the demands of things because I mean it, also he's had a kid before. You, I'm sure you know. Second kid, much less panicky than first kid. It right, has been like, twenty some odd years though. So you know, uh, granted, sure, yeah. But it just I don't know. It seems to me like I, I don't know. I just I, I didn't buy into it, and I found it really just kind of shrill and overbearing. And so well, there are some things. There were some moments I liked, and some some fun ideas overall just too much so as i mentioned i have seen this it's just mm -hmm. not in my regular rotation i think the thing that is 
frustrating about this movie is like the the idea i don't hate it and the way once they get there i i enjoy it once they do the switchy and we have frost north pole and he's trying to get back like the last what is it's really that's like the last 30 minutes really like 40 30 40 minutes is that which is crazy to me because nothing happens up until that point like there <laughs> it, it, it takes so long to get there once we get there I, I i do i do enjoy it and i think martin short and tim allen together are, are doing a, a a fun thing it's a fun movie to watch when that's happening it's just the getting there that just takes so long uh <laughs> that I, I i honestly i couldn't believe it um what's crazy about this movie is the budget was only 12 million dollars what according to wikipedia 12 million dollars had they already like built the sets for the previous movie and just reused them that's my guess but like what did tim and martin get paid clearly they were in it for the back end you know like they they maybe they took a small bit up front and and wanted a piece of later because yeah that's they yeah just the two of them alone i would think would cost you more than that so Huh, okay. Um, That's crazy. So that's Santa Claus 2 came out four years prior, had a $65 million budget. The the only explanation is that the Santa Claus, they had that set still up and ready to go, but like, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, and and also I think I always miss David Crumholtz, you know, like (laughs) it's just not the same without uh, that character. Um, Also, I've always resented this franchise of films because people always kind of tended to misspell Santa Claus by putting an E on it. Oh, it's it is ruined by life. (laughs) Locked in. People will not stop doing it. It's like, no, no, no. See, it's a it's a pun because a clause is a thing and a contract. Oh, never mind. You know, yeah. as, as the editor in me, like, just goes nuts with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, it's, it's, I mean, it's, this, I don't hate this movie. I mean, of the, uh, compared to a lot of the ones you showed me, like, I'm not angry at it. I just don't think it is nearly as good as its predecessors. It, they had an idea, right? Yeah. And then it, they just didn't know what, to, how to make it into a movie. It's nine, yeah. it's 90 minutes long. And it, there's a, a block of it in there that is the plot and it's good. But it's like that first part, it's just like, good Lord, let's get to the thing. Yeah, all the machine sabotaging and the stuff with the parents feels like padding. And then you can also tell like they are so afraid of, like they want to do It's a Wonderful Life, but they're so afraid of Pottersville. Yeah. You know, so like, first of all, it's a short movie. So they zip out of like bad parent Scott as quickly as they can. And they don't make it that grim. They just, everybody's just kind of frowning. Um, and they also, you'll note, frame the entire film as a flashback so that everybody knows it's okay. It's all right. They might get a little iffy there for a moment, but we know that it's good because she's telling you the story. So, you know, relax kids. Right. And again, in a kid's movie, I get it. You don't want to like freak children out, but, but yeah, if you're going to do It's a Wonderful Life, then you have to kind of commit to the grim part. Yeah, I mean, Scott and Santa Claus 1 is an absolute tool for oh, for sure. 45 minutes of the movie. So, yeah. like Denny's, come it, on. It, it, it's an American institution. It it was, you know, that that is true to who he was. Like him being sure. the CEO that works on Christmas Eve, like totally was accurate. Yeah. Oh, what, yeah, yeah, what yeah. Happened. I mean, they, 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 they definitely pick up to where they left off with that guy. Had he not become Santa and I admire that, but I think that, but, but then you have to really, 
you have to delve into it. And then also, yeah, wh- what is going on where he now suddenly doesn't know what happened over the last 12 years, but now he's he's yeah. old Scott and new Scott or whatever. I, yeah, that's baffling. <laughs> I, I also, what, why, why is Judge Reinhold and other wife, their um, relationship is somehow fully dependent on him being Santa Claus. Because if he's not Santa Claus, they get a divorce. They're separated. It's not a good what a their whole relationship is is, secu- is secured in the uh, the beauty and the magic of Santa Claus, which is really something. I, I, the, the divorce, the proceedings were probably fascinating. You know, Your Honor, my my wife's former husband did not become Santa Claus. <laughs> thus, we cannot remain married. There's nothing we can do about that. Um, so yeah, overall fine but unnecessary i will say it got my mind like i'm you know i like i like the mini series approach i'm excited for this holiday season to see what they come up with for it i don't know how many episodes it is you know the premise is him realizing he's getting old which is your santa but uh <laughs> but and he's going to try to find a, a somebody to replace him is it going to be charlie is it going to be buddy is there going to be some sibling rivalry i don't know i mean we've seen this before you know like noel obviously is has about the passing of the reins and arthur christmas you know yep. this notion of you know but look at least he doesn't have to fall off a roof and die like yep. he actually is getting to pick you know it's like it's like the pope you know for once we had one that didn't die and just decided you know what i'm stepping back somebody else can take over uh which is the exception and not the rule i guess but, but i feel uh, like in santa <laughs> one they say that the guy who did fall off the roof had been santa for hundreds of years yeah 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 that's true he's kind of it seems, it seems a bit of a slacker like oh a couple decades and yeah done santa <laughs> she's too much you know. too much but or what? maybe it's set, maybe it's set in the future and it's about like the children his grandchildren i don't know, I don't know. we'll see um <laughs> we'll see. but i'm looking forward to it i'm i'm always i'm always down it's a clearly it's all that tim helen has at this point you know what <laughs> i guess i'll be santa again well, you know, they didn't call him back on light ear. So he's like, all right, fine. I'll do Santa Claus. Oh, then. man. I felt when I read that they didn't even ask him, I was like, oh, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> like you have given years and years to that voice. And they're just like, I think it's time. That's always tough. <laughs> looking, looking at someone younger. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not averse to the idea of returning to this well. I just hope they do it better than this movie does. Yeah, I agree. I Yeah, I, I'm hopeful that the miniseries approach will allow them to do it a little bit better. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, let's uh, talk about feels, Christmas feels. What did what, you get in this movie? You know, again, I think on a visual level, these these movies do the North Pole really well, and I admire that. Um, but I didn't get a lot of sentimental feels or sort of like, you know, Christmas warmth out of it just because I found it so like, ah, running around screaming and boing and bonk and all that stuff, you know. Right. So maybe like a six and a half, I guess, just and again, purely based on like art direction and set design. Yeah. Good, good soundtrack. There's some good music in there mm-hmm. sure, and yeah. visually it, it works. So I yeah. Love some Andy Williams, you know? Yeah. Um, I'll give it a, I'll give it a seven and a half, seven and a okay. half. I think, I think that's what I'm going mm-hmm. for. Um, recommendations. 
Hmm. I think I've probably recommended Arthur Christmas before, but I think again that that's I that's I think one of the best Santa movies of of recent vintage. Um I agree. The amount of people that haven't like the fact that Arthur Christmas isn't considered a modern day classic. A staple. Is, yeah, for sure. Awful. It should be. I think it's starting to get in the rotation more. Like I saw it a good bit on Freeform this past year, which I think yeah. it maybe was new to this year or at least of the past couple years. So hopefully it being added in those rotations will help. I also I'll also recommend a Martin Short movie that I think a lot of people haven't seen, and that is uh, Jiminy Glick in La La Wood, which is a feature length <laughs> expansion of his Jiminy Glick character, who's this like super unctuous celebrity interviewer. And I, you know, I'll tell you, I've seen so many like TV sketch ideas just totally lose it when it get when blown up to feature length, but this one works somehow. I thought it was really funny. So if you like, you should maybe check the movie out. I thought it was pretty. I haven't seen it's, the movie. Uh, it's 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 you know not Hallmark, but it's you know it's funny. Gosh, <laughs> There's no Jiminy uh, G- Glick uh, walked so that between two ferns could run. Thank you. Yes, I, I totally agree. Are you going to recommend uh, that Elizabeth Mitchell uh, Hallmark movie from a couple years ago? No, um, okay. I'm going to recommend um, a movie. Just because we're in the Santa Claus world, it's called Get Santa. Uh, okay. I watched it for the first time a few years ago. It was on Netflix. It's not there anymore. Uh, I think I watched it this past holiday season on Hoopla. Um, so just kind of look shame. around. But it's a, a movie where uh, Santa gets um, arrested, and there's this guy who, like, gets tasked with the the mission of saving Santa, but he's, a, like, a bad guy, kind of like this Jack Frost character. And okay. uh, he's he's forced to do some things. Fun movie, a lot of, lot of good times. You know, once the elves get involved, you know, you lose a little bit, but that tends to happen sometimes. <laughs> so uh, give it a watch. It's a movie that I really like that is not on the uh, the uh, forefront of a lot of uh, Christmas conversations. So give yeah, it a watch. I've never seen it, so I will there you go. seek it out. There you go. Um, all right, I'm going to take my headphones off. One, For my last pick. One last time I'll do it, and uh, yeah. you tell the people what we're going to watch. The time has come for Bran to watch a movie with subtitles. We're doing the French drama A Christmas Tale. It's a movie I love. And I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he can handle it. That's it? All right. Well, that's it for this week. We'll be back next (laughs) week, and I'll find out what we're going to watch. Until Mm -hmm. then, maybe we'll be the first to wish you a... Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com.